In this episode, we're going to discuss what is the next platform for Gen Z and where is the future taking this very impactful generation. With so many different platforms, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter, and their purposes evolving daily, navigating social media can be, well, complicated. Welcome to the Social Media Sucks Podcast from Cupco. Social media. Social media. Social media. Social media. Really sucks. Where we unpack the latest trends and help remove the suck from social media. Welcome back to the Social Media Sucks Podcast, guys. You're tuning in for a dose of marketing and to get what's happening in the ever-changing social media landscape. And a constant we have with us is Chris Cabanos, our CEO. What's up, guys? And then, as always, now we have our lead strategist, Andy Demian. Hello, guys. It's good to be a constant now. Like, I yes, feel exactly. like I'm way more in the flow. <laughs> yeah, you're also a yeah, constant. Yeah, you've been in the last ones, yeah. for sure. We haven't yeah. had any guests. Yeah. You've been here a lot. It's great. Yeah. So... Let's get into it, guys. Do, what do you th- which platform do you think brands should keep an extra eye for if they want to work with their CS audience? I mean, we talk about TikTok a lot. That's an easy one. I mean, but we don't have to really say. But that's not really a new app anymore. I mean, no. people treat it what's as the next thing. What's the next thing? What's the next thing? I think that uh, most people would say like it's it's the metaverse or it's some sort of virtual reality platform. But I actually think that's completely wrong. I think mm-hmm. I think one of the things the metaverse will be appealing to. I think. We talked about this last time, business users and older generation. Um, and I'm a little bit maybe superficial about this, but I just think that the benefits that young people experience on social media is usually related to their attractiveness. <laughs> <laughs> they're young, they're sexy, they can do lots of great content and they get the benefit of that. Whereas us old people, we don't. So... We obviously need to move to the metaverse where our good looks don't matter. Wow. That's my that's Whoa. my honest, like superficial, like conspiracy theory approach to the metaverse is that it's for mm. old people. And I don't think Facebook will be able to capitalize on it for Gen Z because the benefits that they get from an Instagram or like TikTok is because they're beautiful. It's because they're young. They ain't gonna have that in the metaverse. What do you? You can be anything you want to be there. Like you could be a freaking six foot dragon if you wanted, or twenty foot dragon, and that's just that might be cool, but you're not gonna get clout for that. That's so true. It's not gonna be I the mean, metaverse for young people. Yeah, it's gonna be something that they can, and it's also not gonna be an audio based platform because voice, like, what is that gonna give you? It's gonna be highly visual video. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be something that is. Um, allows you to both flex your attractiveness, right? And, and also, wealth. And your wealth. So if it can be attached to some sort of NFT, I own this shit digitally, I have this digital currency, if it can be attached to that, then it will be that. Okay. What's your opinion? I mean, um, I think we kind of went like uh, into a slightly different direction that I would <laughs> have went initially. <laughs> dark. But um, to be honest, Chris has a point, I think. Yeah. <laughs> also, I haven't like, considered that, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I've yeah. been considering this before, but it's also like looks and wealth because I think it's like also like those things that like maybe the, yeah, I don't know. It's maybe like what the average, if we can count like yeah. ourselves or I mean, we people. see that on Instagram. Yeah, we yeah, also yeah. see that to a certain extent on TikTok, right? I mean, it's, it is there in yeah. those forums like you, the content with the yeah. pre- pretty people nice dances you know nice interior whatever it's I mean, flourishing there yeah but i think also what i see um happening in gen z or with gen z 
uh, is actually communities are are king. So yeah. it's not content, it's not context, it's community is king. And I think social media and, and most social apps are actually becoming sort of just like a connective tissue or sort of just like a stop by on their user journey while they are actually on their way towards their end platform, which is going to be always very specific to the overall goal that they want to achieve. Like, do I want to know about investments? I'm going to go here. Do I want to know about beauty? I'm going to go to super great. Do I want to like talk to my friends and play some Call so of Duty? Be niched out. Yeah, I think it's going to be super niched out. And also because I think um, this is already a trend that we have seen so far that, you know, Gen Z is, is is huge into dark social. Like they don't like to put our like they don't they don't like to put their lives out there very much, mm. especially not when if when it's like super trackable. Of course there are there is a percentage that puts it on Instagram and puts it on TikTok and things like that. When they're interacting with each other, I think it's always through dark social or through TikTok con comments. I don't yeah. know. But there's um, a lot of that going on. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And then the other thing is like, could you imagine like an app that is like super great, but for everything social. So it has basically long form content. It has short form content. It has everything that you need. Like, yeah, how great would that be? Yeah, I mean, I think that it's also, I think TikTok's gonna dominate for many years to come in the Gen Z category. And I think the only thing that could maybe sort of kick it off is something that pays the creators, is a creators for creators sort of thing because we're seeing, you know, I shared a video the other day about like people want to be influencers now. Like that's what they like. If we look at my kids, when I ask them what they want to be when they grow up, I want to be a YouTuber. I want to be a TikToker. Like that is their job description, mm. which I'm not super happy about. I think they should be lawyers or doctors or dentists or something like tangible because I think the influencer thing is like you just, your commodity is attention. Yeah. And it's just... <laughs> Superficial. It's superficial. Like, like I'm in social media. I get it. Like, guys, like we deal in attention every day, but I do think that those next platforms are really going to be for creators, by creators, mm -hmm. you know, funded well, so that you get paid for the content that you mm -hmm. you develop. And that might be TikTok. That might be an offshoot of something else. But it's definitely going to be a corporation like that's not attached maybe to the old guard. Like that's why I think also like you said about the data side is that mm. there's a little bit of a privacy sort of thing. So people feel like, oh, I don't want my data with Google or I yeah. don't want my data with Facebook or I don't want my data with Apple. I want my data with this brand new company, this indie brand. And it feels cool to be with an indie brand. It's also Until why, they get hacked. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also why we saw indie brands sort of, you know, pop up in other spaces being yeah. super popular, right? So. No, yeah. I think, um, I think that's a, that's a good point, but, Overall, uh, another thing is like on the side of communities, what I've seen like popping up is these like more sort of exclusive communities, these like sort of gated communities. Where and also, to get in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also I think it's, it's very interesting to see how much um, Patreon is sort of winning in the space at the moment. Like people are willing to pay for exclusive content mm. no matter where. Uh, until it's not like controlled by a brand, but rather by a creator or by a peer. So I think it's super interesting to see that. Yeah, you pay for the premium content. Yeah, I think what people are experiencing is like the co content overload that they just want the good stuff. So yeah. they're willing to pay. It's a little like, you know, we pay for streaming now of all sort of songs and we want access to everything and, and we're willing to either have 
the free version of Spotify or actually pay mm. because we don't want ads and we don't want and we want access to everything. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And I think yeah. also people kind of use, you know, platforms to connect with other people or get inspired, get educated. Yeah. So I think that's why they also don't want to use or waste time just scrolling through. Right. They just actually want to get to the stuff where they can be educated, inspired or just get whatever they want from the yeah. content they consume. Yeah. Yeah. I think TikTok will actually start to have categories. Like they'll, they're very much in the for you page, but yeah, I do think like when you're going to discover, you're gonna get way more categories mm. of That's content. That's a big weak spot for like, TikTok, I think. Yeah, Discoverability. But you'll have stuff like movies and mm. plant talk yeah. and health. Yeah. Like I so think that they'll start to yeah, and I to think those communities. yeah, exactly. And I think they'll stick you in there, and then yeah. you'll have a place in that spot. And but you don't think that Instagram has the potential too? No. No. Instagram is kind of on the way out, I think. Like their whole brand is damaged, I think. And it's like the whole, I think um, the emotions, the ideas that are connotated with Instagram at the moment is just very toxic. Mm. And even, even I, who was sort of like a very active uh, Instagrammer, I'm just like, nah, I don't want to go back. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, and then you have like, I don't know, 6,000 followers or something like that. And like, you should probably go back to creating content and like, you know, do stuff or I don't mm. know. But then I go back and take a look at Instagram and it's like very superficial. And mm. also like, yeah, I just don't want to look at the app anymore. I don't know how about you, but. Uh, I, I use it a lot for stories, for instance. Because yeah. I, I like the way of communicating and it's a second inbox for me like messages and etc so it has that practical side i think also to it no that's true so i think I it works very well as a dm system exactly like yeah. I mean, it's a very um, good dm system. i'm not that negative actually on on instagram maybe in i'm my just opinion, maybe i'm honest. just going through my i don't know self-aware marketeer face and then in a, in a bit i'm going to be a bit more positive but about social no no i don't think they i think that instagram has to realize that they're if they don't turn this around, and here's your my advice: if Instagram, you're listening, hmm. you need to have greater reach than TikTok is offering other people because we are all getting that dopamine hit hmm. when we post to TikTok and we have a thousand views, ten thousand views, a hundred thousand views, a million views. You can't get that on Instagram. It, I don't. You will yeah. not get that on Instagram. I'm very sorry, but like it just yeah. doesn't exist there. And so you have people that are spending time in the app because it fuels their dopamine when they post because they go, oh, okay, people are paying attention. And that is simply because TikTok is geared towards showing the content to more people. Mm. If Instagram wants to maintain its spot in any of this discussion, they need to say, we need to give them back their reach. Yes. Because they, they took it away. I'm very sorry, but that's the reality is that they said, all right, 2% reach across the board or 3% reach or whatever it is yeah. that they've decided. Um, and it doesn't really, they don't really say, okay, we're going to give stuff a fighting chance in the explore or in the feed. We're going to, we're going to push stuff out to uh, a discover this page because, you know, I've seen it more actually. They've seen like, Hey, you follow this page. You might like this page as well. And I've seen that happening more and more. And I think that's Instagram's answer to trying to give creators more reach. Mm but they need to they need to unlock it. They yeah. need to say yeah. okay, we fucked up. We went too far. Yeah. We capped everybody too much because that's how you're going to get them back cuz they're going to go, "Oh, okay." And you can't reach anybody that in your stories that 
you know, you're not already following you you and you can't, it's only reels that you have that opportunity. Yeah. And, and so they have to re they have to rethink what they're for and they have to realize that most people, yes, they want to communicate with others. They want to communicate with a broader community. Yeah. And they're not allowing that. They're only allowing that through reels, but it's not as good as TikTok. So it's like, okay, Instagram, you guys want to play? Then yeah. play like this is the reality. You have to open it up again. Uh, yeah, you I think that's just their features and their uh, their app for the the new generation, which is Gen Z. I mean, millennials and etc. And and Gen X has already been there, and it was great. It has its time when uh, when Instagram was popular because it catered to what we wanted to see, like it's something pretty. It's like polished and it's like oh, inspiration. But now it's more authentic, and the Gen Z also want inspiration, but they kind of want. A different approach they have a different value than what yeah. we used to have so yeah. i think some of the things that they've done like with the whole um you know the urban dictionary thing that's happening yeah. like whoever's behind these things and who knows who's behind these things like i think these the though that feature within is bringing people over because that is a cultural thing that's spreading outside yeah. of instagram now and people go oh i want to put my thing on on an urban dictionary in stories and that'll bring a younger generation, but you you need more of that. And I think that that one sticker, that one add your sticker, changed could could help them get there. But they need to then say that add yours equals something else in stories, so you get exposed to more people, so that people go, oh my, add yours like completely blew up, and I got yeah. ten thousand. Well, I got a one one million views on my yeah. instead of just the the quarter the sort of thing that it's narrowed down to. Mm. So if I was in charge of Instagram, that's what I would be doing. I'd be, yeah. I'd be saying, okay, everybody, we're going to open up the floodgates here. Tomorrow I'm making an add your story. Yeah. I decided. Nice. So uh, what <laughs> are go. you, go- what, what are you guys most curious about for Gen Z and brands? Curious? Yes. For brands and Gen Z? Yeah. With the new apps or communities or whatever. What are you guys most curious about in the future? I'm very curious to see where Super Great will go. Super um, Great? Yeah, I'm yeah. super I'm super stoked about the app and I think it has great potential and it's going into that direction where it's like super community uh, empowerment focused mm. and the brands are sort of just like let in as sort of like a side gig and um, and it's it, it very much seems to me that the, the brands are losing power mm. and I think they should maybe try to um, sort of also, you know, accept it and maybe take a different stand instead of like, hey, I want like, you know, five seconds of your attention into like, how can I help you? Mm. You know, so I think uh, I'm very curious to see how that will work how, out and yeah. what other platforms will come because um, there is um, always a new flood of content and platforms. What about you, Chris Cabernet? I, I think my, I'm mostly curious about how digital assets is going to play out in social. Like, I really think the whole NFT thing is is something that I'm very much like following on the sidelines. Mm. I've bought some, I've got into some, I've, I've seen some of those things. And I really think that when brands are developing their next campaigns, their next products, if they aren't thinking of sort of a digital offshoot of that, some sort of digital asset, then I think they're missing out on, on sort of that opportunity. Um, so I think that's what I'm most curious about is how are brands going to own that and how is that going to devalue the other things in our life? Like, you know, when you own the digital asset of something, is that worth less than the physical? Like, 
if you had a digital version of a Michael Jordan rookie card, is that worth less than, or is that worth more than? And I think, I, I'm, the, I'm also thinking like, why does not, why doesn't it like, why isn't it like connected? So it should actually increase the value because now you have the physical version and you should have the digital as well. Yeah. And I think it should not be possible for person A to own the digital version while uh, person B owns the physical version. And this is the interesting thing. That's the curious thing that I'm worried about is that how are brands going to do that? How are they yeah. going to say, here's the physical and also here's the digital and, and sort of make that make that work and make sure you can't, can you sell off the digital and how much yeah. is that worth? And mm. all those things that I think brands will need to sort out in the next little while. Yeah. Um, so, that's, and that's Gen Z. I think that's like probably within Relevant. their generation, yeah. within the next 10 years, it's going to be a, a massive sort of discussion. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Thank you guys for sharing. So to recap, we just talked about what brands, what platforms brands should keep an eye out for if they want to work with Gen Z. And uh, the conclusion is we can't really highlight a certain app, but we can definitely see a trend rising in, uh, in Gen Z seeking out communities and they want authentic content. They want those niche kind of areas of the digital space. So uh, we're going to keep an eye on apps who cater to that need and sites that cater to that need for that, for that matter. And then of course, uh, a little prediction into the future is, uh, we're super great. It's going to go, how carry out, uh, how that will carry out because it's puts the creators first and brands second. And Chris is uh, curious on NFTs and how the digital assets will be turning out in the future. Also very relevant for Gen Z. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Please subscribe, leave your feedback, your thoughts, your likes and dislikes with us and get a chance to win a $100 gift card to Amazon, Chris's favorite site. I've got a new favorite site. Oh, okay. AliExpress. (laughs) AliExpress, there we go. (laughs) So so next time you will get a $100 gift card to AliExpress, who knows? But for now, it's still Amazon. Ah, crap. (laughs) So you're stuck with that. Fine, it's Amazon. So thank you guys for listening. Thank and you. Tune in for the next one. Thanks See guys. You next time. Bye. See you. This has been the Social Media Sucks Podcast.